This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. There's good all around us. Let's hear about it. Welcome to Do Good Charlotte on the Queen City Podcast Network. I'm Pamela Escobar. In each Do Good Charlotte podcast, you will find out who's helping, who could use a helping hand, and just how you can spread around your own good. In this episode of Do Good Charlotte, we're introducing you to an organization that supports local writers. Charlotte Center for Literary Arts hosts free writing classes, community conversations, and events to sharpen your storytelling. I'm joined by co-founders Paul Reale and Kathy Collins. Paul and Kathy, welcome to Do Good Charlotte. Thanks, Pamela. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Glad to be here. Yeah, so I'm excited about this because I like storytelling. So tell me how you are helping the Charlotte community be better storytellers. We um, offer a variety of writing classes and courses for readers, too. So uh, we started uh, about six years ago, a little over six years ago. There was a, a hole in the, the arts community that that Charlotte offered um, uh, visual arts, performing arts, all sorts of music, but there really wasn't an appreciation of the literary arts. Um, there was, you know, there were there there was there were reading events through the library. There was a, a Charlotte Writers Club where people would, writers would gather, but there wasn't a true educational center. And we decided that uh, as we were both writers. We had uh, we were co-working and decided we would just give it a shot. I think the uh, the most maybe the most interesting thing is the kind of the ride we've taken in terms of what our evolution was. Yeah. Uh, we started out with just a couple of things. We would gather some people together to have a literature-based conversation. We put a couple of classes on the calendar, and very quickly we saw what an appetite there was for the kinds of things that we were doing. So we expanded out to. Um, I think the first, maybe in our second year, we put out a calendar ahead of time instead of just doing things on the fly. And we put 45 classes on it. Wow. Uh, and we had events every Wednesday night in our, uh, in our Plaza Midwood studio, um, really trying to reach out not just to writers, but to anybody who really appreciated literature and wanted to hear about it and meet authors and talk about it. And some of these things didn't work. And um, we found that every Wednesday night was too frequently to try to get people out together. So now um, uh, we we move those to once a month and now they become, uh, now we sometimes put them on Fridays. And so what we've done is we've tried to evolve with what, um, what the people wanted. What your community yeah. needs. I mean, I would think that writing, I'm not a writer. I, I write things a lot, but I've never sat down to write like a book or anything like that. From what I understand, it can be very isolating. You can, um, it's hard to have the discipline. And so I would think that there would be a desire sometimes to to find community just so you can share uh, what that process is like. For sure. Uh, community, the desire for community is really the uh, part of our Genesis story. So as I said, Paula and I started out co-working together. I actually opened this room at the Midwood International and Cultural Center um, as a, a small creative co-working uh, place, uh, hoping that I'd get about six or seven people to share the rent. Those people did, the only person that came was Paul. <laughs> and so since we were, since we were both writers, um, 
we did a lot of writing together and decided, yeah, this is good for us. And there are other people who need this kind of community too. So that's been, community has been the biggest part of what we do since the beginning. Um, community conversations, as, as Paul mentioned, um, our, our big initiatives, uh, we, in October, we've got um, a big initiative um, uh, focused on Romary Bearden coming up. So we like to collaborate with other arts, in this case, visual art. Um, and get community conversations going in that way. The isolating part is really interesting because it one of the one of the things that we often say is um, is that writing is um, it's a, it's a solo process, but it doesn't have to be a lonely process. Mm. Right. So knowing that there are other writers in the community and being able to to talk and meet with them and exchange ideas, um, it makes the whole process less. Uh, less lonely you still have to sit down and write the words yourselves um, but there are so many people in this community who are writing so many who are are published or trying to publish or just trying to express themselves uh, through their writing we were we were um surprised but not at uh, at the number of people we've been able to reach and the number of people who just want to be able to connect with uh yeah. with other writers and other people who uh who love to read I was just talking to a reporter yesterday and she told me that she had written, her goal was to write a novel by the time she was 25. And so she did, and no one has read it. And <laughs> she hasn't published or anything like that. And she's like, I don't know. I, you know. And I was just like, there's somebody out there that will connect with you and connect with that story and you're not sharing it. That's not right. You need to share that story. And I said, and maybe you go back and edit it now because it's almost like reading someone else's work because it was so long ago uh, but I think it, I, I don't know if you if you have that gift if you have that desire it's not an e easy thing to write anything but if you you have actually an actual book to show for it I think it's worthy of um, bringing it to light so do you do you do that too do you help people um, see the value of their own stories or, and I'm not saying they're personal stories but I'm but the, whatever mm. stories they have living in their heads well, that, that is a big part of what we do. And you need to tell your friend to come to Charlotte Lit if she's got a manuscript that she needs to, to polish and uh, figure out how to get out into the world. Um, because that is that is the what we do. I will. Uh, I will follow up with her. I did not realize um, when I was talking to her yesterday that I would be talking to you guys today. So um, I will make amazing, sure to do that. It's an amazing thing to be able to just write a manuscript and, and it probably was really isolating for her. And, I, and what we, we found is that people don't have any idea if they can write down the words, they don't know what to do with them. So um, one of the first things to do is to get into a group, a critique group, share your pages and get some feedback on what's working and what's not working. And uh, we have a program called Authors Lab um, in which uh, a group of 18 to 24 people gather over the course of the year to to write and polish a manuscript or to either to write to get the words down or to polish so people are in different stages but the best part of it is is the making of friends i mean some people don't finish their book but they have made lifelong friends yeah i, I yeah i could see i i just would think that ben i'm a people person so i can't imagine doing anything by myself um I, I need i need constant like interaction and feedback so i think that that would be very helpful to have um experienced people who've gone through it 
to to be helping you along. So that so you you're saying you have those critique groups, but then you're also offering classes too. So I would think that you you're interacting with people at all different stages of experience, correct? Yeah, that's right. So um, every every Tuesday morning at nine thirty on Zoom, we have a, a a free workshop called Pen to Paper, and that by itself is a whole range of 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 people. And a lot of the people who come to that, it's a prompt based. It's a prompt-based session. So there's a prompt and some writing time and then some sharing. A lot of those people are really just trying to discover their voices. They're trying to discover what form they want their writing to take. And they just want to be with others while they write. Kind of the next step up that is we have um, on our calendar this year about 50 uh, fee-based classes, um, always with scholarships available for people who can't uh, afford them, uh, which includes the craft of writing uh, and the business of writing. Um, so there's all sorts of different ways to help to improve your work. So somebody can work on writing at the sentence level. They can take a look at uh, the structures of novels. Uh, they can work on developing their poetry. So there's different ways to then engage. And then another layer up is our, our, our long-term immersions, like our author's lab, which is a whole year, um, which will help people to get their manuscript from 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 A to B, right? From zero to draft, from draft to finish. And all across that spectrum are all sorts of people who are people who've really just taken up writing, people who've been writing their whole lives. We have weirdly a lot of um, lawyers um, who've now decided <laughs> that, that creative writing is the thing they need to do next. A lot of journalists who have decided that they want to break from that structure. Um, and they want to write something that they have more control over. Well, you're speaking so my language right there. Psychotherapist too. They're the other the other group. <laughs> what kind of writing do you guys both do? And um, I would think that your group covers all t kinds of writing. So even though you guys are experts, maybe in in, in a specific genre, you're going to doing all people can do anything. Ab absolutely. So um, yes, and we wouldn't expect you to be familiar with our work. We are. <laughs> We're this one of the great things is that we take the classes we offer too because we still want and need them. Um, I uh, write primarily poetry, some memoir, some shorter memoir, uh, and Paul is Paul is a novelist. But we do indeed. I mean, we we have a lot of poetry. Um, there aren't a lot of places to go to get that around here. So uh, to check out the Charlotte Lit calendar if you're a poet or would like to be a poet. Um, we also offer things like uh, in, in two weeks, we're going to have a screenwriting class. Okay. So people who are interested in writing for TV and film, Sarah Archer is going to give us the ins and outs of that. Um, we, of course, teach short story writing, novel writing. Um, as Paul was saying earlier, just basic crafts, you know, working on that sentence level, learning just how to get words on the page. Memoir is always a hugely popular um, genre at Charlotte Lit. And, and I think that that's um, probably true most places when for those of us who are just starting our writing, uh, often what we're writing is, is from our own experience. So we're, we're kind of falling into that memoir personal essay sort of camp. Personal essays are really hot right now. So we've got a couple of classes on those too. Other thing there is also the business of writing. So um... People sometimes need to know, for example, um, now that they have a manuscript, what do they do with it? Or if they'd like to be able to enter contests or send query letters once their novel is done. So we try to cover the whole um, 
to help people be better writers and then also to um, to try to market their work. It's well, hard to make a living as an artist. So we do the best we can to help people be better artists and then also to get their work out into the world well, if that's what they want. Yeah, no, that sounds great. Well, we're going to take a break um, because, yes, you have to make a living as an artist. So we're going to hold hold your thoughts, Paul and Kathy. Uh, this is Pam Escobar with Do Good Show. If you think or know you had COVID-19, you can be around others after 10 days since symptoms first appeared and after 24 hours with no fever without fever-reducing medication and after other symptoms have improved. If you have tested positive for COVID-19 and you had no symptoms, you can be around others 10 days after you got tested for COVID-19. To learn more, visit cdc.gov coronavirus. Paul and Kathy, if I'm a writer and I want to take a class, where do I go? How do I find this information? Well, the first place is at our website, charlottelit.org. We are also active on social media, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. We have recently hired our first social media manager, and so we are engaging with the public more in social media. Um, older folks like us had a little trouble getting engaged in in, uh, in those platforms, but we have a new Queens University graduate who's 22, and she's the perfect person to, uh, to drag us into that space. So that's another place to find us. Well, I think it's important to recognize that um, you're building community without social media. So it's not like you were... Um, you know, not getting this off the ground without it. So, um, but that's great to know. The website is charlottelit.org, Charlotte all spelled out. Um, and then, so, so, and then we can find you in social too and follow you. If there's certain courses, so there's certain things that I can just pop in without having a ton of um, background with you guys, but are there some classes that start at a certain time? If it's the year round stuff? Well, our program year runs from September to May. And most of the things that happen during that time are, um, are one-offs, right? It'll be one session, two sessions, up to six sessions of classes. And those are things that you can just dip into at any time. And there's a really nice search tool on our website that helps you find what's, what's upcoming or what fits the particular form that you're writing in. So if you're just interested in poetry, those are easy to find. Um, our Authors Lab program is the year-long program. And in fact, this is a good time to talk about it because applications for the next cohort uh, are open right now. And that runs on a calendar year from January to December. Oh, okay. So they're open right now. When do they close? That closes uh, November 15th. Okay, great. So we have the whole month of October uh, to work on that and November too. So that's great. Yeah. Um, and these dates are available on our on our website. And I just wanted to add that uh, another great way to keep up with what we're doing is to go to the website and sign up for our weekly newsletter, because then you get a, a, a free e-newsletter weekly that tells you what's coming up. Awesome. And um, let's say I'm not a writer, though, I, but I, mm -hmm. I really like talking to writers or seeing what they're working on. Um, maybe I'm a little shy and I'm, I don't think of myself as a writer. How do I... I how can I still get involved? That's a great question. And, and we've got some fun things this year, fun ways of, of uh, 
inter engaging with literature without having to be a writer. Uh, one of them I mentioned a little bit earlier in the show, and that was um, we have an initiative celebrating uh, the artist Raymarie Bearden. That will, this will be in conjunction with the Mint Museum. So what we have um, a, a talk by um, Dr. Elizabeth uh, Glenda Elizabeth Gilmore on her new book. Uh, at the Mint Museum. We're going to have this really fun um, event, kind of a jazz salon called A Night in Brooklyn uh, on October, October 12th. And that's going to be at Studio 229 uh, at the Brooklyn Collective. And it's uh, uh, a free event. We do ask for registration just so we know who's coming. Um, but we'll, we'll have a jazz ensemble um, and we have talks uh, by... Uh, literature experts in the area that are going to be fun based on the Harlem Renaissance um, and on this idea of uh, ecrostic poetry, which is writing about art objects. So we've got that coming up. Another really fun brand new initiative we have this, this year is called Poetry Nightclub. So what we're trying to do is to get folks interested in poetry in the same way they're interested in going out to see music for the performance mm -hmm. of it. Now, there's a lot of um, like uh, uh, slam spoken word poetry that goes on in the city, and we fully support that. This is not that uh, really. It's it's really more traditional poetry. But we're kind of we're we're inviting these uh, nationally acclaimed poets into Charlotte to kind of kind of do a talk as well as a reading. Just kind of have a conversation. And these are this is going to be happening at Starlight on 22nd in Noda, which is a really great new little uh, nightclub. Uh, so there will be adult beverages, uh, uh, four different poets this year. The first one um, is Chen Chen, who will be here on Wednesday, November 9th. Uh, and then we have uh, three more throughout the, throughout the rest of the year. So these are two good ways to, to get introduced, to just be a fan of literature. You know, a lot of us go to the Mint Museum and we're not painters. Right. You can enjoy literature without without being a writer. That's awesome. So and if I just want to support your organization, I'm guessing I can also uh, do that through the website. Sure. We um, we encourage people to uh, to become members. That's really the uh, kind of the primary way to support There's membership levels from the starving artist level at twenty five dollars and up from there to whatever folks can afford. Uh, direct donations are also uh, also helpful. We are a, um, you know, we are fortunate to be supported by the city's infusion fund, and by several other um, um, organizations, including um, uh, South Arts. Arts and the Albemarle Foundation, uh, Southminster. So we have some some uh, granting organizations that really help us, um, but individual donations are really the and memberships are really the the core of um, of how we how we keep going. Awesome. That's how we build community too. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you both so much for coming today and sharing what you guys are doing over at Charlotte Lit. I, th I think it's an awesome community and um, absolutely going to be looking it up myself and seeing if I want to pop into a poetry event or um, maybe even a class, a prompting class. So thank you again. Do you know someone else like Charlotte Lit who's doing good in our community? Let me know. Tell me about someone or a nonprofit organization that should be heard on Do Good Charlotte. Reach out to me, Pamela Escobar, on social media. I'm Reporter Pam on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or go to the Queen City Podcast Network page and fill out the contact form for Do Good Charlotte. A big thanks to Share Charlotte. You can hear about other groups doing good by following their hashtag, Spotlight on CLT. 
or by going to sharecharlotte.org. There's good all around us. Let's hear about it. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com.